amen, to 1 Peter chapter 5 and verse 7. 1 Peter chapter 5 and verse 7. We want to talk about tonight, cast your care upon the Lord. Cast your care upon the Lord. Amen. We have a lot of cares. Amen. How many know we got a lot of cares? Amen. Uh, cares is a, is a lot of concerns. A lot. A lot of things that that uh, that we that interest us. That that uh, we're interested about. That we, Amen. We 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 are um, have a lot of Amen concerns, and we. Concerned about this, and we're concerned about that. We're concerned about one thing or the other. Amen. So, we want to. The title of the message again is Cast Your Care Upon the Lord. Amen. He does care for us. Amen. If we don't know that, we will not cast our cares. Amen. If we don't know, if we don't, we don't know that, we will not cast our care. We'll just keep the cares of this life. Upon us, amen. Again, a care is a concern or interest, something that we are concerned about, and to the point if we don't watch it, we'll find ourselves worrying about it, stressing about it, amen. I don't know about you, but as I continue to get older and with God's help get wiser, the Lord is showing me more and more just to throw stuff off of me sooner than I normally used to do it. He's showing me how to and I've seen the Lord pick the, take some loads off of me that could have been stressful. He recently he just took them. I just felt him. He had to see him when he took them. My concern. I had one big bill. I didn't know what to do with it. The Lord took it the same day and showed me what to do. He It's like this been pulling it quick as the devil wanted to make a load. He's just, Lord's been snatching it. Amen. When you get allow God to do that, you'll see him lifting, snatching stuff off you more. But if you tall with your stuff and you so heavily involved in it, it will not go off of you like that. But if you've really been praying, you pray, you try to stay prayerful as much as you can, as the Lord will not let stuff stick on you. Can I get an amen? amen. All right, it says in First Peter chapter 5 and verse 7, it says, casting, it says, well, I'm going to read verse 6 too. It says, humble yourself, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. Casting all your care upon him, for he cared for you. And that word there, I know the subject of the message, I say, cast your care upon the Lord. You know, this sounds like this single, singular, this cast, do it one time. No, but this scripture say casting. So casting is a continuation. You're going to have to always continue to cast your cares upon the Lord. It say casting all your care upon him for he cared for you. God is concerned about the, the smallest things that you think he's not concerned about. He's concerned about that as well as the big things. A lot of times we take all the big things to the Lord in prayer and we stress out even about the little things, you know, and the Lord, he don't want us stressing out about anything. He said, uh, bring them to me because I care for you. When somebody care for you, they means they're going to take care of you. They're going to do whatever they can do to be supportive to you. They're going to they're going to supply whatever need. They're going to be just be there for you and help you in any way. So he said, casting all of your care upon him, for he cared for you. Amen. It's, I'm going to read this verse. It wasn't, I didn't have it into it, but I could read it. It said, be sober, 
be vigilant because your adversary, the devil, is a roaring lion walking about seeking whom he may devour. And verse 9 said, whom resists steadfast in the faith. You can't resist the devil in your own strength. You have to resist him in the faith. In the faith and confidence of God. That's why I say people to read shadow over scriptures. The Lord's my shepherd, I shall not want. And they don't know what half of me. We, we talk, we quote scriptures and we don't have no life in it. If you don't believe what you're saying and there's no life in what you say, it just don't have the same effect as somebody else believe what they say. You got to know what you're talking about. Quoting the scripture, that's why I say I don't have, I guess, Bible college or anything like that. But people just have knowledge. Knowledge with no power don't take you nowhere either. You, you might know how to pronounce every word, cross every T, but if you don't understand the essence of what the Lord is saying, it does you no good. You tell somebody that don't even know how to pronounce a word, but they know what they're talking about, they're going to get something done. The guy, you know, he don't get no bearings on ignorance. He wants to, to to learn. But some people just think it's all in uh, all in the psychology of knowledge. Uh, knowledge don't do nothing but puff up you. It does nothing for your soul. But if you, if that's why I tell, if I've said if I can't even pronounce anything or pronounce that, as long as I know what it means, it does me no good to be able to pronounce it and have no don't know what God is saying. Amen, amen. God said He didn't call many mighty. But he called men of lower state to no flesh can glory because people get puffed up with knowledge. Knowledge just puff you up if that's how you got with it. We got the spirit with you, greatly powerful. The spirit's leading you, but just knowledge alone just puff you up. It does nothing for your spirit. You can't help nobody. Because you have to have been a went through what I've been through to help me to get through it. So that's why you won't, you want to, uh, you want to be, you won't, uh, if you get your, get help, you won't. Uh, it's good to look towards. You can't hardly find them nowadays too much, but it's good to look. Somebody's been walking this walk for a while. They've been seasoned. They seasoned in the faith. You don't get nothing with people that are not seasoned. People that are seasoned with people that are not seasoned. You have to watch that because you'll be dilute. It'll dilute your faith. You got to hold on to those things that God has showed you. If anybody be leading, you be the leading. Don't you don't let them lead you. You lead them. You, 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 you earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered to the saints. And you don't let nobody uh, pull nothing uh, pray from you that you already know. You stand on God's word and he'll back you up every time. But back in the day, the season saints, you can't find too many of them because everybody want to be you know, want to be contemporary now. They, they want to be in the know. So you can't find too many seasoned saints. God got them. But you very, you very seldom going to find them because, because they're, there's a difference. You're going to see a difference. They walk with God and everything. They'll be able to tell you something. If you listen, they'll help you that you won't have to go through some stuff. If you listen. Amen. And so we're going back to casting all of your care upon him for he cared for you. God wants you to, I don't care if you talk to him about something the other day, or you talk to something to him about the next minute. If it's something that's troubling you, bothering God wants you to bring that to. Bring that to. The Bible says his ears are open to the prayers of the righteous, and the prayer of the righteous are very, very, very much. God's ears is always open. 24, 7, 365 days, always open to the prayers of the righteous. 
And let's say to any prayer, prayer of the righteous. You're striving to try to please the Lord. Not saying we're perfect, but you're striving to try to please the Lord all you can. His ears is always open to your prayers. But when you not, don't stay in tune with him or don't have a relationship with him, but you don't you forget that. I just keep this care on me because you don't even think that God's listening. He just wait. He just he's not an intruder. He's just not going to come in your life and say, you know, just fix things for you and tell you this and that. He he let you be a human being, a being. He wait till you invite him in your situations. A lot of times we don't invite him in because we don't want him in everything. See, God knows that about you and me too. I try to, I always tell Lord, so Lord, my life is open, an open book to you. You know, the hairs is never on my head. There's nothing that I try to hide from you. Anybody try to hide anything from Lord, they are fool. Because you can't hide anything from God. But you can't keep God, you can't put him, you can't limit him, limit to him, if you just got him open to some parts of your life and the other parts are shut. Did y'all hear what I said? You got him open to some parts of your life, but I don't want you. We go to the Lord when we feel like we need him. Some things we don't want to ask the Lord about. Something we don't we feel kind of shady about. I don't think I should be doing this. I don't think I need to go here. We don't ask the Lord about that. We, we go over that. Cause we, we, like, we might, I don't want to hear what the Lord got to say about this. But I want you to bless me and my four and no more. And I want you to do all this other stuff. You limit God. You limit yourself when you limit God. You got to let him in every area of your life. Your life, just like somebody coming to the house. None of your doors should be shut to the Lord. If you expect to get his best, you better give him your best. That goes all the way to the point if you tell him, Lord, I'm not perfect in this area. I got shortcoming. He already know that, but he wants you to be real with him. Be real, Lord. I, I don't cross every T. I don't doubt that. I got, I got issues right here, Lord. I need your help. He wants you to come to him. He don't want you to ever feel like I can't come to the Lord. Who else are you going to go to? Because if you go to people, they're going to tell you tell it, business. They may be cool with you right then, but if you make them mad, they're gonna, they got the M.O. on you. Amen. So casting all of your care, casting all of care means I have concerns. I have things that interest me. I have things I'm concerned, very concerned about. I have things that bother me over and they roll over my mind over and over and over. I have great concerns. God don't want you to keep those concerns in your head. And keeping your head too, too long, you're going to be under blood pressure go up, stress, you're going to be under some stress. He wants you to cast all your cares on him. Somebody said, well, I've already told him. You tell him till you believe that he, gonna, that he hears you. It's not to, to, that he's deaf or that he's, you need to keep telling him the same thing. It's not even that. It's that for your own benefit. Sometimes when we pray stuff over and over, it's not for his benefit because he ears open to your prayers anyway. But sometimes we we don't pray in faith, so we just keep going over the same thing until you get tired of saying the same thing. And if you either gonna believe what you're saying or you just not gonna be praying. You gonna forget that. Not gonna pray about it. Casting all of your care, all of your concerns, cast them all on the Lord, for He care for you. Then it say, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil. The devil is your adversary. He's my adversary. As a roaring lion, 
seeking whom we may devour. The devil is a big puff of air to the Holy Ghost let you know. Sometimes the devil let the, the Lord will let you know that thing is not big as it looks like it is. Just like this cat out here. It's, it's big, but it's not. It's really just, it's, it's, it don't, it's, you know, and then somebody else come along and just make it just go. Some things are not as big in your life as it seems to be. But if you do not pray and talk to the Lord, when you pray and talk to the Lord, stuff get real small that looks so gigantically big. It'll just get small. Because God will let you know, this is, I'm greater than this thing. I'm bigger than this thing. And you'll get holy boldness and you'll get strength. Like, I'm not scared of that anymore. Amen. And it says, uh, be sober. That means to be alert. You have to be alert and focus on the, on the things of God. Focus with the Lord. Having a communication. Clear-minded. Being sober. Be vigilant. Be, when you're sober, it's going to make you watchful, vigilant. You're going to be alert. Sober is going to bring alertness, all that. Because your adversary, the adversary is the devil. It didn't say he was a roaring lion, but he, 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 the roaring lion was, it's the king of the jungle. It's like, oh, it roars. It scares all. Everybody gets attention. That lion gets every, all the other animals, I'm sure, attention and anybody else. But it's like the devil is saying he's as a roaring lion. He's not a roaring lion, but he would frighten you like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. He's seeking his, whoever he feel like he can destroy. Amen. All right. It said, whom, it said in verse 9, it said, whom resist. The Lord said, don't be afraid of the devil. Resist the devil. Resist the devil in the faith. Can't resist him on your own. Some of these things you cannot, even with temptations, we don't have to be sexual. Temptation can be any kind of temptation. Some things you cannot, you just can't do on your own. You don't have, you don't have that strength that you need. If you're empowered with the Holy Ghost, you've been in prayer, you can resist a lot of stuff. It depends on where you're at in, in your faith. Where you at in the Lord? Resist. Say resist. Whom resist in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. In the book of St. Matthew, chapter 11. Still talking about casting all your care, all your concerns. Amen. And it says, chapter 11 and verse 28. And 29, read down to 30. It said, Come unto me, all ye that are labored and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. The Lord is saying, Come unto me, all ye that are labor. Labor means that you're toiling and you're working hard. Spiritually, mentally, you're struggling. You're strained. You're stressed out. God said, Come unto me. Most people don't come to the Lord. They just deal with the stress. God said, when you feel heavy labor, labor, the word labor means toiling, hard work, exhausted, mentally, spiritually, and physically. The struggle, strain, I'm stressed out. That's what labor means. God said, when you're on the heavier, heavy lows and stuff like that, come to me. 
You're not saying just come to me, just look. It said, come to me and t cast all your cares on me and have this conversation with me. Unload before me. You know, come on to me. And then to say, come unto me, all that are labor and heavy laden. Laid the word labor means hard work, struggling, spiritually, mentally, or physically, strained and stressed. The word laden means loaded. I'm loaded by this. That's pretty much almost the same thing. I'm or said, come unto me, all that are labor and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. The word laden means loaded, burdened, loads, heavy loads, weighed down. Both from pretty much me, pretty much the same thing. These things take a grip on you in your mind, in your soul, in your spirit. Because if it was just in your body, you can go lay your body down to get some rest. But some people lay their body to get down to rest. And you're still toiling all night in your soul because your soul, you haven't got no breakthroughs. You have to go before the Lord and get that stuff off of you. You can't just go lay down after a rough day, after a stressed out day. And just go lay down and get rest. You'll be laying down, but you won't sleep real well. You'll be tossing time because you didn't go to God get that off your soul. You got to get it off your soul. The soul, that's the mind, the will, and the emotion. That's the real you on the inside. You carry all that stuff. You got to get it off of you. I don't know about nobody else, but I can't go to, I can't go to bed and I'm all stressed out. I can go to bed without prayer. I couldn't do, couldn't do that. You know you're not going to sleep well. It'll be just like you ate something that shouldn't eat. It took your toss and turn all night. Amen. And it says, take my yoke. Upon you and learn of me. God said, take my yoke upon you. And, you know, it speaks about animals, how they put this thing around both of them so they can uh, kind of carry the load together. God wants you to yoke with him so he could take, he said, he said, uh, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. In other words, take my way, uh, let me put my yoke upon you. In other words, so because I'm going to help you care. This load. I'm gonna help you get through here. I was looking at one translation. That says, uh, says an easy yoke. Uh, easy yoke. It said, uh, said easy yoke meant that the burden will be shouldered. The, the the burden being shouldered was not heavy because Jesus would be the one pulling. He'd be the one just pulling with you. You won't be by yourself. He's gonna help you. Get. He's gonna balance it out. Amen. He's gonna balance it out so you can get through here. It won't be overloaded and burdened. His way is always the best way. How I many know God's way is always the best way in any situation? Whatever it is, he got a better way. You may have a way that you're going to get done, but he got a much better way when you acknowledge him. That's why he said, acknowledge the Lord in all your ways and he would direct your path. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek. God said, I'm meek and lowly in heart. And you shall find rest for your soul. God said, if you come to me, I'll relieve you under from heavy stress and strain. You know, if you go to the doctor and stuff, they're just going to give you all kind of pills for high blood pressure, for whatever you're going through. Uh, 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 you're going to sit there and talk to a psychiatrist. And I said, Lord, I never, Lord, I ain't saying I ever want, but I, would, I really would, don't, wouldn't want to tell somebody not even born again like I am. I'm born again. They're not born again. I'm going to sit and talk to a psychiatrist. I'm getting counseling, not from somebody saved, somebody that's not saved. You know, if I'm going to get counseling, I want wise counseling from the Holy Ghost. How are you going to tell me what to do? And I'm not saying that, don't get me wrong, if people feel like they need to go to counseling, sometimes people lean more to the man than they do God, they probably need to go. But if you're a person that you got a prayer life, you don't really need, need to go to a psychiatrist. Because they're not going to tell you what God tells you. 
They're going to tell you how to solve your problem the best way they can. But I feel like this. I don't want to stop nobody if they go, if they feel like they need to go. Because if you're not going to God, you need to go somewhere to get some help. But I prefer going to the Lord. I remember years ago, oh, many, many years ago, I was going through a whole lot of stuff, and I didn't know what was going on with me. It actually was affecting my, my body and stuff. I was like, is this make me feel real weird and stuff? I just had a lot of strain and stress upon me and stuff. And they said, well, we can't really find anything. This is just an anxiety. Can you sleep at night? And this was many, many years ago. And, and they say, we won't give you this right here. And I looked at it. I said, I said, I ain't crazy. They said, oh, don't mean you're crazy. I said to myself, I don't, I don't need that. I don't want that. Well, we want you to take that. I, I threw them things in the trash. I ain't even look, open up and see what it was. I threw in the trash. I heard the Holy Ghost say, don't take that. He said, once you start taking, taking that, you'll be, you'll be connected with that. Don't take that. And I, I had to pray and seek the Lord and let and, and, and get some breakthroughs from the Lord. And the Lord got me out of that. And it didn't stay with me. Like you can go man's way or you can go God's way. Whatever you do, you'll be depending on it. You have to depend on some stuff. Amen. So I'm just telling nobody not to do anything because if you feel crazy, you're gonna about to kill somebody, need some help, you need to go get some help. You're out of control. You have no no self control. Yes, go. I'm, I, I I I will say, yeah. You go get some help. Maybe they can slow things down for you to God deliver your mind or something. It ain't sense to being crazy and and and, and hurting yourself and, and harming because most people ain't this crazy. They gonna harm themselves and harm somebody else too. If you do, go get all the help you can get. But the Holy Ghost, with they just treat the symptoms. When you go get help, this, that's all they've been doing is treating the symptoms. Because every time you come back, you're going to have to tell the same story to them again and they give you the same medicine or some greater medicine. But if you go to God, he'll set you free. But you got to do it his way. You can't go to God to be set free and you keep doing what you want to do. Dipping and dabbing with demons and devils and everything. Amen. Whom the Son set free is free indeed. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I'm meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your souls. God said, You'll find rest. I would cause you to relax. I would give you rest for your souls. That's why some people stay up all day and all night. You stay up all day and all night, that ain't normal. That that's not normal. God said, For I give sleep to my to my beloved. We're supposed to lay down sometime. And we should get about seven, at least seven or eight hours of sleep or something. Getting four or five hours of sleep all the time, something's wrong. You know, even as you get old, they say, well, some people don't sleep. They have insomnia and all that kind of stuff. And I say, Lord, I need sleep. I want sleep. There's some stuff that will deprive you from your sleep. Other people's burdens, problems, stresses, and you're eating the wrong thing. That seemed to be sometimes my problem because my phone goes off at 10 o'clock. You if I if you call on the cell phone, I would not know you called to the next day. My notifications, I got to cut off because I have a home phone. So nobody calls that phone home phone unless it's an emergency. I got I got a set of rules in my own house for me. That's right, because I got to get rest. After you done told me all ninety nine is your problem, then I can't go to sleep, and you gonna go to sleep. The devil is a lie. I'm going to sleep. It takes me a while to get back to sleep. I'm not going to hear your problems all night long. You're going to wait till I get in the bed and you're going to tell me all about your problems. Some people like all that. I'm, I don't. I got in the bed the other night and, and my, uh, I, got in the, I was really 
tired of something. I got in there very early. And I said, Lord, I got in there before my phone cuts off at 10 o'clock. I said, I said, well, I know uh, my brother had told me he's going to call me back. I said, Lord, for some reason, I'm just so sleepy and tired. I said, I can't hear my phone ringing while I go sleep. I'm too sleepy and tired for that. I said, he may call me back when I'm... I said, let me go take my phone off the hook. <laughs> the other one, the other one already, I could, <laughs> already, I turned that ring, turned that one down where I won't hear it ring because the notification will come on 10 o'clock. I said, let me take the other one. I, took, I, said, I said, well, what about my son? A call me as an emergency or something. I said, well, I said... Because I went to bed very early that night. I don't go to bed that early normally. But I was really tired or something. I went to bed, I, I, I think it might have been 8.30 or something. I don't know. I must. I thought if I go to bed and I'm tired, everything shut off. So I'm thinking like, well, I think I slept for a couple hours. Then I said, well, I got up and I think I woke up, went to use the restroom. I said, well, he hasn't called. He probably won't call this time. I put my phone back on hook. I said, because I, that would be the only reason. I mean, I don't mean that I wouldn't be interested in none of you. <laughs> I won't leave that like that. None the same. <laughs> Calling me. Another. But I'm, I'm more, because my, my sons, I'm like, I'm like, I got to leave the phone on for for them. I said, I stopped out of texting my son, like, well, my phone might be off, and if you can't get me, I think I said, what's the use of me doing that? You won't still, baby, get me. So I said, well, let me turn that back on. And to the saints, too, but I don't want nobody, I'm so glad that the saints here, you all know me, and we know each other, and we we, we, we understand one another. Nobody calls me and, 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 and talk crazy and, and talk about stuff that can wait till next day. Nobody does me like that. Thank y'all. Y'all so praise God. Amen. Amen. Because you have to let people know where you come from from the beginning. Yeah. If I don't know if I did, if y'all didn't know some things about me, you might have do that sometime. Thinking that she, she retired and she just sitting around throne. And that was a lie. I sleep like you sleep. I eat like you eat. I need my rest like you need yours. You, you start off this way. You, that's how you do your children. You start off with them. Teach them the right thing. They follow. They teach them wrong things. They're going to they gonna have no control. They'll bring you from sun up, sun down. They have no control. My children, they don't do that. They, I know if my phone rings, my, especially my home phone, it's an emergency. Something's going on. I'll pick it up. Other than that, I ain't used to pick. I'm not used to picking it up. Nobody calls. But I just thank the Lord. Amen. The Lord is telling us, say, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. God wants you to learn. How many know you have to learn God's ways? You don't learn God when you first get saved. You don't know everything. You're a long way from knowing everything. You're gonna be learning till the Lord take us out of here. You, it's always something to learn about the Lord. I'm still learning a lot. Of times I said, "You're a pastor." No, no, I do not know it all. I am still learning. I'm learning how to be a pastor. I'm learning how to be a, a, a woman of God. I'm learning. I'm still learning how to be a grandmother. I'm learning how to be every. I'm still learning. There's always room for improvement. You cannot be a leader unless you learn how to follow. You have to follow the right thing, though. Follow Jesus. He's the best guide. And it's good to learn things about the Lord. The children of Israel, they knew, uh, uh, they followed the Lord for the fish and the loaves. They knew of his provision. I ain't saying all of them followed, but some of them, that's how they know how he can do miracles. That's how people walk with God. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to follow this ministry or follow this person because they really can get a prayer through them. What do you know about Jesus? What do you know about him personally for yourself? What do you know about him? Do you know him to be a way maker? Do you know him to be a healer? Do you know him to be a friend to stick closer? But what do you know about him? 
you and and whatever you learn about the Lord, you don't never want to forget it. You don't never want to lose that because that's very essential. That's very important. Amen. And you learn in His ways. You learn that He doesn't do things the way you do. I do. He doesn't resolve this the way you would do it. He has a more perfect way. Amen. It was something I was praying about even earlier, I think today or something. It was a couple of things I had some concern. I said, Lord, you know, sometimes you got agendas of stuff. You got this over here. It's like this need to work right over here because I got to do this over here. So this, what about this? And the Lord said, just give it all to me and just ask me to give it all to me and, 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 and just leave it there. Because a lot of times we, we cast our care upon the Lord, but we do not leave it there. Because I have been guilty of that. You, you, you cast your care upon the Lord, and you talk about it about, for a whole hour or days and days and Sunday after you don't care about him. You talk about something all the time, but you supposed to be casting the Lord. That's a very good sign you have not gave that to the Lord. Because yeah. when you give something to the Lord, you go on. And that's what we all have to learn to do. I have to learn how to do it sometimes. Sometimes I, 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 I don't do it either. But because it just you just hear yourself just repeating the same prayer, and the Lord, I looked up. He He resolved that, and I wasn't praying this about myself. I was praying about other things that would affiliate with. And the Lord just fixed that. It fixed that situation. I said, Lord, I I need to learn how to do that more, more. You know, uh, when the Lord tells us to do something, when we do it, we get results. When we do not do it. We don't get the same result. And sometimes we have to learn to do it. I mean, God don't expect us to cross every T and dot every I and have everything perfect from the very beginning. But when you keep going over something over and over again, that's something that God wants you to learn. He wants you to get that lesson and learn that. And all the struggling, all the uh, the the, uh, the studying, all the you know, the crying and the tears and the, the woes and all that that you go through, why would you let somebody come and take that off from you? See, you're walking with God because you save until you save and everything. That's not a, a only you. You have to think about all the stuff that I have went through to get where I'm at right now. So I'm not gonna let you, you, or you, and nobody come and mess that up for me. Because people can mess that up for you, and you can lose the concepts of what you learn. I don't care if it's been a hundred years you've been learning. You can lose that. This was one of the messages on the broadcast. Let no man steal your crown. You can have a crown. You can have achieved a lot in God. But you can lose that if you don't protect that. Protect your investment. The things that you have invested in the Lord. I have invested labor. Uh, to, uh, just name different things that we invest. We invest, amen, trying to walk right, trying to please God. Labor, prayer, amen, seeking God. Try, uh, we, 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 we've labored to to invest, we have invested all this. Why let somebody walk up and take it away from you? Amen. Amen. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. I'm meek and lowly in heart. And you should find rest for your soul. When you find rest for your soul, you're going to find peace too. Because peace and rest goes together. You're not, your heart's not going to be troubled. Neither will you be afraid. You might be tempted to be afraid. You might be tempted to be troubled. You might be at peace one minute. The devil try to come to steal your peace the next minute. You got to fight to keep peace. You got to say, I have peace. And I'm still going to have peace. The devil, he walk away, leave you for a minute. Leave that alone. We'll come back again, try to attack your peace. You got to say, no, I'm still not giving up my peace. Amen. Amen. Say, you should find rest for your souls. And it's verse 30 say, For my yoke, 
It's easy. God say the burden that I put on you is not a heavy burden that you would have uh, like you would have on your own or within the cares of this life. My yoke is, he say this, this yoke that I put on you, it's easy. I just said, it's right here. My yoke is easy and my burdens is light. God said the burdens, his burdens are light burdens. Which one do you want, the heavy burden or the light burdens? You want the devil's yoke or your yoke? See, you know, sometimes we do it what people do. And I, it's something about, we don't, I was telling the Lord, I, something I was talking to the Lord about the other day. I said, Lord, I, I, I just never have been, a, been a, a, a person that follow people or things. I never have been. I guess it's probably part of my DNA. We have, uh, my family, we don't follow the leader real quick. We don't, we kind of have our own mindset. We're most pretty much uh, people in my family, whether it's good or bad, they they got their own way. They're not gonna let be let nobody lead them astray. They just they say and so I I'm like that myself. Even when I was talking to the Lord about some some things, I said, Lord, I I don't trust a lot of things. I don't trust. Not that I'm walking around here with apprehensions, but even when it comes to the doctor and stuff, you know, you you listen to what they say. You do go so far, and then when they give you all this stuff and everything, you want like, Lord, is this what I'm supposed to be doing and help me and everything? You know, make sure you guide me and everything because it's like sometimes they give you one thing and they help you one area, then have side effects in another area. Gonna be some one thing or the other. So you're gonna have to learn how to trust God. We all gonna have to. The Lord said, when I come back to earth, when I said I find faith. Amen. And we even come with even with people and stuff. Amen. You walk so walk so far with them, but your confidence better be in God. Amen. So I said, but my yoke is easy and my burden is light. God said, my yoke is easy. When God put a yoke around you, you ain't gonna be like this. Oh, I can't hold it. It's gonna be, it's gonna be doable. His way is it's gonna be doable, and this burden is light. You're not gonna be stressed out. God's not gonna put burdens on you, yoke on you, while you all stressed out. That comes from the devil, and that comes from doing it your way. You do it your way, you're gonna have heavy yokes, burden. Sometimes if I got several things to do, and I know I got several things to do, I said, Lord, make my let my labors be light. Well, you can't ask, Lord, let your labor be light, but you, but you're gonna start from sun up, and from sun up, from sun up, always something down, and you got this big list, and you're gonna try to do it all. You're not flexible. When God say you don't need to do that today, or you need to do that, you don't have ears to hear God, so you're gonna do it all. You're gonna be exhausted. It's much like the Bible tells us, don't worry about tomorrow. Let tomorrow take care of itself. Don't sit there and borrow trouble. I think it was something I was talking to someone on the phone about. I was questioning uh, the pharmacy. I think I was asking a question. And uh, he was explaining something to me. He explained it very well. I said, okay. I said, well, I sure ain't. I don't know if it was a pharmacy. It was some. It was some. No, it wasn't a pharmacy. It was a, 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 a bill I was concerned about. I was asking about. And uh they said it hadn't even came out or something. I was inquiring about something. And I said, um, I said, I told lady, I said, uh, the man, I said, well, the only reason I called because some, they had told me that this was already like this. And then he said, no, it, it, it hasn't. It hasn't. I said, well, I sure am not trying to borrow, tom uh, borrow tomorrow's troubles. I said, thank you so much because I'm sure not trying to borrow. I went through this and I made that call because the, somebody gave misformed me and gave me the wrong information. But the Lord tells us don't worry about the Lord. He don't want us to dig in and borrow trouble for the next day. 
and uh, and and sometimes we don't watch it. That's what we the devil will have us sweating and, and everything and stressed out. You know that uh, you might not have money to pay a bill. You might not don't know what you get. To, he wants you to worry about it till the time of it, and you got to get that off of you. Got to say, Lord, you took care of this. You took care of that. I give this to you. You know, I want to take something back. I always take stuff back. If it ain't right, I'm taking it back. I took it back. I did all that walking. I went to the mall yesterday after I got to watch my grandbaby. I went to, I had to start, stop at two stores. I did all that walking. Because I thought, because they sent something in the mail, I thought, they was thinking like, I thought I took this back, but maybe I was, I, there's nothing I can do with this. They sent the wrong items. I'll take this back. I did all that walking, and then the lady said, well, you need to, don't have to go to this other department. But, uh, they only let me dig into the system. I can't seem to pull that up. Went to this other department. This young lady, she said, well, she looked in there, and she said, I think this is already, I think they already refunded you for this. And uh, she said, I'm going to call. She was real nice. She said, I'm going to call, because she had people in the line. She said, I'm gonna, she said you mind if I put you on the, uh, I'm going to call and tell, get the department and then let you uh, talk to someone. I said, okay. And so the lady, she put me on the phone, and the lady, they held me on there so long. I told her, I said, ma'am, I'm I'm going to really hang this phone up. I said, they can just, whatever they they have it. They can have it. In other words, just whatever it is. I'm thinking, I'm, I said, because I'm not saying, I'm not getting ready to get stressed out, stand up here holding this phone. She said, well, I guess she was like, well, we'll see. But but come find out, they had already refunded me that, that back. But I was wondering why that, the other uh, item come in the mail. It was nothing I could do with it. So I just took, so they had the paper and everything. I thought they, but I'm just saying, we have to learn to drop stuff and not stress out. And guess something the guys even help me with? Just drop it. You know, don't stress out. Don't try to figure out. Don't put a, put your mind on overload. He's yet teaching me. Because you can't, you, you use all that energy for a lot of strain and stress. Now, you have to, you can't be around people that stress out all the time, too. It's not going to help you. If you're around people that stress out all the time, you're going to do what they do. Unless you choose to not do it. But if you're going to be affiliated with it all the time, it is going to affect you. So I don't, I'm not around a whole lot of people. So I mean, I'm saying even if I am, some, some things I'm not going to. If I see that that's real bothersome or somebody getting real stressed about some all the time stuff, then I don't want that on me. So, I, I, you know, I got to pull away from that. Amen. And I'm trying, I want, you, want to, you want to hear words of faith, encouragement. That's what it's all about. That's what I live off of. You got to feed your spirit what you what the things you eat your appetite. Everybody don't have the same appetite. If y'all understand what I'm saying, even in the natural, everybody don't eat the same. Some people don't eat the same type of food. Some people have a special thing diet they eat, and that's all they can eat for their spirit. Even even me being a pastor, stuff I can't eat anything. Even before I was a pastor, I had a different type of appetite than people that I grew up with in the, in the church. That's why God took me the way he took So I can't wait till I get way down the road and start eating the other stuff that's not going to help my spirit. Amen? Amen. So it says, take my yoke upon. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. 
My yoke is easy. Remember, God's yoke is easy. That what he, uh, uh, we say, Lord, I can't take no more. I, I can't do this no more. I can't walk this way no more. I'm done with this. And if God say do it this way, he said, my way is going to be easier than if you go another way. The Bible said the way of a transgressor is hard. A transgressor is a person that transgress and go against the laws and ways of God. God said that person's way is going to be hard because they're going their own way. But if you go God's way, he already paved the way. He'll show you an easy route to get through here. Can I say amen? We thank the Lord. Amen. Amen for amen. Uh, him giving us the strength. To helping us to give us what to say even in the Bible classes. Wave your hand to the Lord and tell the Lord thank you. Amen. Thank the Lord. Amen.